Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Friday morning from the Radio Pulpit. This Radio Pulpit is a ministry of the Bethany Baptist Church where our pastor, and I'm grateful for the mission-mindedness of our people that give and make it possible for us to come here each day at 11.30 and share with you a message from God's Word. Now, yesterday we started a message from 1 Peter chapter 5, talking about uh, the good grace of God, the God of all grace, and eat, uh, the title of the message was Eternal Reminders of God's Grace. Then may I say when we get to heaven, when we uh, see Him face to face throughout all eternity, uh, the wounds in His hands are going to be reminders of what He did for us there upon the cross of Calvary. So we'll be singing about and worshiping about something that went on down here that's what we'll be doing in heaven. So let's pick up with a message uh, before we left off yesterday. And I trust it'll be a blessing to your heart. Because he died for us to be our Savior, there is redemption. I'm glad I've been saved. Purchased by the fresh blood of the Lord Jesus, Paul said, in whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sin. Not only is there redemption, but there's remission. Hebrews 9.22 Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission for sin. But I'm glad he shed his blood. He didn't spill his blood, but he shed his blood. Because my sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Not only are my sins forgiven, but my sins are forgotten. Hebrews 10, verse 17, their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. It says, oh God saying, as the song says, what sins are you talking about? I don't remember them anymore. Hallelujah, my fist, my sins are gone, gone, washed away in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's redemption, there's remission, and then there's reconciliation. You see, Jesus died. I read it here. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. But my friend, this tells me when Jesus died that God was satisfied and I'm justified. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the eternal reminders of the grace of God. The eternal reminders of grace. He's the God of all grace. And the wounds, the scars uh, that he had in his body, he still has those wounds. He still is bearing them there my friend, at the right hand of God as a reminder. When I get there, we've been there 10,000 years. Those wounds will still be a reminder of what he did for us down here upon the cross of Calvary. So, ours are... And, and John, he said, uh, Thomas, here, here, you can see them. You can see them, Thomas. You can reach him to our finger. Uh, put your hand in my side. It was an open wound. Uh, my friend Thomas said, he's my Lord and he's my God. Reminding the wound that he bore, the scars. And then secondly, turn with me to Revelation chapter 5. Not only are the scars 
eternal commanders of grace. Remember the verse, I think it's Second Corinthians chapter 8, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. So the scars, the, the wounds that he, he has uh, this very morning, he has those wounds still in his body. They are eternal reminders. And if I can say it this way, never child of God reaches home, you'll see him. You'll also see those wounds. You'll also see the prints of the nails in his hand. See the side that was riven for you and I. So the scars are eternal reminders of, of the grace of God. In Revelation 5 and verse number 9. And they sung a new song saying, God worthy to take and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain. And has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Not only will the scars be eternal reminders, uh, but the singing will be eternal reminders. Now somebody said, what are you going to do with verse 9? Maybe Amen. Amen. The singing, they sung a new song. What are they singing about? Thou art worthy. Thou art worthy to take the book. Thou art, he's worthy, hallelujah, to take the book and to loose the seal. He's worthy. Why? Because he was slain. You know, some folk are going to be miserable in heaven. Because you find they're either getting up from worship or getting down to worship, brother Lord. Some folk can't even come back on Sunday night, Wednesday night. What are you going to do when we get to heaven? We're going to be saying, worthy is the Lamb. We're going to be bowing in His presence. And we're going to be saying, worthy, worthy, worthy. Here's the Lamb oh, that was slain. Hey, can I tell you that song is going to be an eternal reminder of the grace of God. He was slain. Where did that take place? Just outside Jerusalem. So when we get over there and we join that heavenly choir, and we're singing the song of Zion, the singing of the song of grace. Hey, we're going to be singing about something that went on down here over 2,000 years ago. Hey, my friend, the singing of the song that they sing will remind us the eternal grace of God. They had to say, many songs in this hour are not scripture. But I got news for you. That's a scriptural song. Thou, they sung a new song. Thou art worthy. Why is he worthy? Thou, thou was slain. The word slain means to slaughter. It means to maim violently. And hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. 
out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. We have a new mission letter from Brother June Lee in the Philippines. And it talks about, I forget the number, uh, that were saved over a few months span of time. And when they get there, guess what they're going to be singing about? Thou wert worthy. Thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God. Hey, He's redeeming Filipinos. He's redeeming those by faith from every walk of life. Thank God for His blood. Hallelujah. There's a singing. Singing about His crucifixion. Singing about our conversion. First, and redeemed us to God. Sweetest of song I'm singing today. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. How? By the blood, by the pure blood, by the precious blood, by the powerful blood. Thank God for the eternal reminder of His grace, the singing. All that quickly turn with me to one last scripture. I'm talking about the eternal reminder of His grace. Revelation 21. Only are the scars an eternal reminder, the singing an eternal reminder, but the splendor is an eternal reminder of the grace of God. Revelation 21 and verse number 2. Now John saw that holy city, New Jerusalem, heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. The other day we had the privilege to attend a wedding. And uh, as, as Sister Jamie walked down, the, she was a beautiful bride. But can I tell you, friend, that ain't going to be nothing uh, when the bride, when the bride of Christ uh, gets home and the bride goes, hey, there's going to be a heavenly wedding. Amen. As the splendor of the this new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I'm talking about the splendor that we're going to behold. Look at chapter 22 and verse number 3. And there shall be no more curse. Every briar that you had to plow up, every thorn that you had to cut down is a result of the curse. Can I tell you on that day, there'll be no more curse. There'll be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and His servants shall serve Him. There's the splendor of the city. And then there's the splendor of the citizens. Look at chapter 21 and verse number 24. And the nations of them which are what? Say. Say that again. The nations of them that are what? Saved. I like that word. Them that are saved. You know why they're saved? Because of the grace of God. That's why they're, that's why they're going there. The nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. Hallelujah. I want to be part of the crowd. Amen. Why? Because I've been saved. Glory to God. 
uh, verse number 27, chapter 21. There shall no wise enter into anything that defiles, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or mention of lies, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Is your name written there? My name's that. You know why? Because of the amazing grace of God. The splendor of the city. The splendor of the citizens. And then there's the splendor of the Christ. Look at chapter 21, verse 23. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. The sun will not be needed. The moon will not be needed. Why? Because the Lamb is going to be the light of that city. What a day. Splendor. I have not seen. No ear heard what God has prepared for them. We can't imagine it in our little feeble, finite mind. I tell you, the Word of God gives us a little insight. The Word of God, but the Lord gives us just a little insight to what He's got waiting for us on the other side. And when we get there, when we've been there 10,000 years, and we'll see Him and we'll look upon Him, the wounds will remind us why we're there. The, the side that was pierced will remind us why we're there. The splendor, the singing. There's going to be singing about the Lamb and worshiping and adoring the Lamb of God. Friend, may I say again, when we get over there, we've been there 10,000 years, right shining at the sun. We'll be reminded you're there because of the amazing Thank you for being tuned in today. I trust that the Lord will bless you. Don't forget to be in church on the Lord's Day at your church. Our service is at Bethany Sunday School at 10, preaching at 11, Sunday night service at 6. We'd love to have you come and visit with us. May the Lord bless you till next week. In Jesus' name, amen.